Ah, yes, this is Welcome to the Jungle, the podcast that's a very niche podcast that talks exclusively (laughs) about the TV show on Channel 10, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. You've got two tragics who like to talk about it, myself being Higo and Jackie Kosalki from Triple M in Sydney, uh, and we're a day late. With this, I have uh, to apologise because look, we just we haven't got our ducks lined up in a row. So today you're no. on Skype from your house and uh, you're feeling fantastic, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> well, look, I, I was at the races all day yesterday from about 10 a.m. till about 9 p.m. So Excellent. I'm I'm in a great way right now. And you know, when I'm a little bit hungover, I get really bitchy. So this will be entertaining. <laughs> All right. Well, where do you want to start then? I mean, we're into finals week now. They're going to start booting a person out a day. Is that right? Yeah, because there's still, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's still eight celebrities in there. There's a week to go. So I wonder why they've got this so wrong. Yeah. Like, I just feel like there's still a lot of people in the jungle, but Mm. uh, they're going to start, you know, one will go tonight and then one each day from there. And then there'll be a top three next Sunday night, I assume. So this is our second last podcast, by the way. I know, but so by the end of this one, though, we should almost be able to determine who's going to get kicked out every single day. Yeah, I think so. And maybe that's, maybe that's, would, that's probably the, see, look, hungover, I can't get my words out. That is probably <laughs> the, <laughs> that is probably the order. I can tell you about my day yesterday. It's probably more interesting than this podcast. No, I'm kidding. Um, did you do it? Actually, did you, can hang I, on, can I tell you about my day yesterday? Well, you can quickly. Quick yeah, did, did, was there a pash um, dash or? There wasn't a pash, but I got hit on by an English gentleman, right? There you go. And he's, He's all like, hey, you know, I think you're really fit. Can I take you out on a date? And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And he goes, I'll just put my number in your phone. And I was like, okay, mate, yeah, sounds good. Um, He saved himself in my phone as beautifully crafted penis. Oh, that's that's the winning that's the winning way to do it, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, mm, yeah. How old was this guy? Fucking eighteen or something? No, like 35. I just, I don't even know. Wow. <laughs> different so breed. needless to say, I haven't gone out on a date with the beautifully crafted penis. No. Well, um, well you know, maybe you're cutting right. yourself short. <laughs> yes. So let's segue into um, beautifully crafted penises. Yes. And actually, actually, no, I'm not going to start with that. I'm going to start with who I think will go tonight. What do you reckon? Straight off the bat. Okay. I'm keen. Mm. I'm going to say that our dear friend Valerie might yes, be out tonight. That's where my brain was at as well. Um, yeah, so. Old cranky pants. Yeah, and I think, you know what, she's just, and JBT said it this week, you know, I don't think her body can take much more. And you know what, she's 73, fair play. She's um, been in there over a she, month now. Well, how long's it been? Yeah, over a month, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's been five weeks. Mm. So... I think you know Val's had a Val's had a tough week again. She had a tough week last week. Um, earlier on in the week, uh, Lorena gave her her eleven hundred dollar rose gold and diamond bracelet to mm. mind while she did a Tucker trial. Now, first of all, who's taking an eleven hundred dollar fine jewelry bracelet into the jungle? A vain person like Lorinda. Uh, <laughs> Um, she gave it to Val. Val's like, yeah, 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 I'll look after it. And then poor old Val's lost it, um, as you can hear in this grab here. Seriously? Babe, my $1,100 bracelet that I love to death is gone. 
$1,100. I love that bracelet. Who brings an $1,100 bracelet into the jungle? As if, like, <laughs> someone's doing you a favour saying, I'll look after it. I'm going to ask a 75-year-old for a thousand bucks. All right, now, I have to take issue with Lorinda here because, as Fev said, as you said, <laughs> who takes something like that into the jungle? Also, I think, I think Val knew exactly where it was the entire time and was just, just hanging on to it to piss her off. Ooh, messing with her mind. I like that. Perhaps. I reckon she knew exactly where it was and just thought, no, you've been an upstart, so you can cop this. Yeah, well, you know, after she let Lorinda, let's call her that from now on, mm-hmm. um, sweat on it for a bit, she's like, oh, I found it in my other jacket. <laughs> mm. I love it. Um, so, you know, that, that yeah, that's a good point. Um, she has been very cranky again. Um, her and Warney had a nice little outing together that where they went to um, – Oh, the a, little – the cubs. Yeah, they went to a park for, for rescued um, animals uh, or, or animals that have been injured and they got to, like, pat some, some cubs and, you know, that – kind of she softened up a little bit but she was mm-hmm. still cantankerous i love yes. that word yeah it's a great word uh yeah tonight she's got a big trial at the dam again so i, I think she might struggle a little bit another nice chat that happened with val actually because i would like to end on a positive note with her she was um mm. having a chat to lorinda <laughs> a couple <laughs> of days after the bracelet incident and mentioned you know that she had three kids by the age of 23 and her husband was in the army and away a lot. And she, you know what? She seems like she's, she's lived a full life. She's had mm. a tough life. And, you know, I really hope that she, A, she doesn't injure herself in this trial tonight and B that, you know, um, maybe this experience might make her a little less cantankerous. I, when like, she you, goes. I, I like how you've just sort of gone, she's had a good life. Like you're drawing the curtain on her. She's not dying. <laughs> Septuagenarian who's been in the jungle for five weeks. She's, uh, you know, I think you probably would get a little bit bloody cranky if you've been in there that long <laughs> when you're of that age. And um, I do remember that that conversation. They were in the in the rock pool kind of area, the, the, the where they go swimming and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think. And that, and this week we've we've seen a couple of those things with Val. Um, you know, the the creative editing where you kind of go, oh, she has been a bit cranky. Let's show us. Let's show the softer side. Let's just not get rid of her just yet. So, but I think, I think the damage is done. I think so too. Um, And also I want to acknowledge this week, everyone's charities, which we forget that they are actually in there for a reason. Mm. So a portion of the phone votes um, from when they go out, go to their charities and then whoever wins gets a hundred thousand dollars towards their charity. And Val's charity is uh, called Positive Women, which is uh, all about helping out women in third world countries suffering from HIV. So nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, I've done some research this week. Isn't it nice go. when I actually do research? Done some homework. Good on you. <laughs> um, now, just hang on. So are we, are we going to just stick with the with the charities for just a moment? Because something, there was a glaring kind of, and it's been <laughs> an ongoing thing throughout this, you know, just before they all went into the jungle and the Shane Warne Foundation ceased yeah. to operate, and yet in the jungle... He is obviously, you know, uh, contesting for his own charity and so is Fevolution. Uh, yeah. So what happens if one of them win? Where does the money go, seeing that the Shane Warne Foundation is no more? Yeah, well, this is the thing. And I don't quite understand what the Shane Warne Foundation was or is 
I think they redistribute funds to other charities. Didn't you? I, I, didn't you? You just said you did homework and you didn't even look into what he was doing. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you quickly what it was. Basically, it's helping out kids in need. Like so, sometimes it's monetary. Uh, like if they've got to get over to a different country for treatment or whatever. Um, sometimes it's actually like they'll buy, they'll fix up a house so the kids have got better access if they're in wheelchairs. It's helping out right. kids who really need help. Um, and it, they've they've done a lot of great work over the years, so it is a bit of a shame to see that it did fold, uh, well not fold, will cease to operate, whatever you want to call it. But um, mm. yeah, I'm just wondering where those funds will be distributed now. Yeah, it's it's a bit odd, and also if Warney and Fever top two, where there's where there's a really good chance they will be, it's mm. sort of like, oh, what's the point? Win win. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, there's been sort of no discussion. Actually, you know what? It has kind of been brushed under the carpet, the whole their charities. Mm. So I yeah. don't know. It's a bit of a weird one. We might need to do a bit more research on that one, I'd say. Could be a nice segue into uh, you're saying they're top two. What about Warney's predictions? Yes. Have a listen to this. this is Warney and Fev having a chat about who they think is going to be there till the end. As long as you and her Havana win it, I'm okay. Preferably you, for the foundation. Mm. I think I think Val, Joe, Beth, and Lorena will be the next three to go. Yeah. Bang! Ooh. Getting rid of the women. <sighs> yeah, misogynist. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But then you know, in the same breath, he actually said, well, "If we had have kept playing that a bit further, uh, he said it can't be all guys in the top three. It just can't be." So, but the thing is, mate, it's not manipulated like that. It's actually listener voted, viewer voted, mm. or is it? Well, you'd like to think so. You'd like to think that, you know, the, the right thing is being done. How dare we be so cynical about a reality TV show where they haven't <laughs> had booze for over a month? Oh, wait, yes, they have. They haven't had sugar. No, well, they have, yeah. Uh, no salt. No, no, they've had salt too. But no, they haven't lied to us at all. Oh, Warney's been oh. off going having darts every now and again. Oh, no, no, of course not. Well, hey, yeah, hey, let's, Oh, just let's, on that, someone dobbed themselves into being a smoker. Did you see who? this? When they were no. doing, when they were doing the um, stand up in front of the, uh, oh, the TV yes. screen, Lorinda. Yeah, I reckon she might. Well, she, I read that as like an ex smoker because I pretty much smoked for my whole twenties, and I kind of thought, oh, that's that's the kind of thing I would say. I wish I hadn't have. Oh, okay. So, but it could have gone. She could still be a smoker. I don't know. But I, I thought that was very interesting as well. Um, and getting back to Warney sort of having special treatment in the jungle, uh, this week, uh, Carmen Electra, they were talking about Carmen Electra and Havana's like, yeah, I know her. We're mates. We go out for dinners. And Warney's like, she's my type. And I'm like, of course, she's your yeah. type. You know, fake boobs, blonde hair. Every, everyone done. is Warney's type. Let's face it. Every- Everyone is Warney's type. And Carmen, and then Havana's like, I can set you up. Yeah. And then another radio station duo hooked them up via text message. And then next thing, Warney gets to go to the Tok Toki and text Carmen Electra. Yeah. It's almost like, like they've got to five weeks and they've gone, ah, oh, stuff it. Get them beers, get them KFC, let them have their phones. You know, it's just like, if you get, if you, it should be one in all in. No excuses, no exceptions, and now he's just back on it. And he, oh, when he was mm. texting, oh, it's almost like I've forgotten how to do it. Whatever. Whatever, yeah. Warney. 
Oh, and he was so creepy too, the text messages. I was like, oh, this is – you know what? Warney would be the kind of guy to put himself on your phone as beautifully crafted penis. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't meet Warney on the weekend really, did you? <laughs> yeah, he actually got – yeah, they flew him out to Royal Randwick for one day. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, just while we're still on Warney, um, he was having a bit of a bitch about Joe Beth Taylor – to Kalia, he and I loved this. He, he pulls Anthony Kalia aside, and I didn't get any audio of this because they were just whispering. Mm. So the volume was so low, it wouldn't have made sense. But basically, Warney pulled Anthony aside to tell him um, to whisper to him, not to whisper about other people behind oh, their no. backs. The ir- was like, irony was it was beautiful, wasn't it? I was like, um, he goes, I've noticed that Joe Beth Taylor's been turning you into a little gossip. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he was a little gossip before, James. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like, okay, champ, like, whatever. Um, and also this week, um, you and I were watching one night this week and you texted me to say, this conversation's a little bit on the level. Oh, yeah, it was getting a little bit uh, right on the edge. Right yeah. on the edge. You're not allowed to say Ayers Rock anymore, are they? You've got to say Uluru. Uluru, yep. Uluru. Oh, you, can't, you can't say Ayers Rock? No. No. You've got to say Uluru. Now, mm. there's more of that that uh, was playing out where I went, oh, geez, you are treading a very, very fine line here, Warney. Uh, you could almost be played off as being somewhat of a racist, which, of mm-hmm. course, he's not. Yeah, and I also think, you know, I don't want to get too political because this is a niche podcast about a reality TV show, but, Mm. you know, if something offends an Indigenous person and you're not Indigenous, I feel like you shouldn't fight the point. You just sort of go, okay, yep, if, you know, if that's being deemed sacred land and if it offends Indigenous people to not call it that, then I have no problem not calling it that. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, that's just the way it is. It's the way it is. I'm not Indigenous. I don't know what it feels like, so it's not my... Sorry, doll. I'm going to move off Warney, if that's all right with you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I've had enough. Hey, I'll tell you what uh, else I got. During the week, I got a phone call from a Lucas Coward Marshall, the same very man who sent us an email oh. on last week's show. And I just thought about it when we were talking about Warney, and I went, I'm just going to check if we've had another email. And, of course, he's emailed us again. <laughs> uh, he just I'll, just... I'll just read you a little bit of it here. Uh, well, Dean is gone. He reminded me of ice cream before adding flavour. <laughs> yes, mm. vanilla. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he doesn't have much else to add, but Lucas, thank you very much for your email. We do appreciate that. And if you do want to get in touch with us uh, via email, it is welcome to the jungle podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now let's move on to my boy, Chief, um, who, first of all, I want to highlight his charity. He is competing for the Mark Hughes Foundation. Uh, Mark Hughes is the ex-cricketer, of course, um, and the foundation is all about research for brain cancer so and brain tumours. So um, top charity, top blokes. Um, He's a ripping guy. He's just a ripping guy. But poor old Chief's had a tough week as well. Um, look. He has legit cruised through this. He's um, and, and not. It's not that he hasn't deserved it, but old mates had no chores. He's never had to cook. He's never been on shitter detail. He's never had to go and collect firewood. He just reads the reads the orders, keeps things calm in camp. Has his three swims a day. Every because he's such a big fella, everyone's worried he's not eating enough food. So the girls are bringing him food in bed. He's he's just cruising, mm. you know. Which, 
which is awesome, but uh, people are starting to get a little bit shitty about it. Everyone's kind of going, hang on a minute, the chief has it quite easy in here. The chief's got it nailed, mate. He doesn't do anything, gets his breakfast in bed, everything washed. Yeah. He's really worked it for 33 days, hasn't he? He has. <laughs> he just reads out all the announcements and then brings the rewards if we get one. What does he what, what does he actually do? It's like a holiday for him. Yeah, he's worked it really well, the big fella. Now, this is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem. People can't see what is right in front of their face. What does Chief do? He keeps the camp in order. He keeps people yep. sane. He's a friendly ear. He's a counsellor. He's an advisor. He is wise <laughs> chief. That's what he does. That's his role. His role is herding cats, which is near <laughs> on impossible. Like, you just can't You can't get mad at him. Like, I, again, I, I, I can't stop talking to Maddie Johns about him because, <laughs> you know, he loves him as much as I do, probably more than I do, obviously, having played underneath him and, yeah. you know, in the night. And every day I'm like, the other day I said, Johnsy, I reckon our mate's in trouble. And he goes, I know what you mean. He goes, but you can't help but love the big fella. Like he could be doing wrong and you'd be like, oh, he's a good bloke. I can't. <laughs> mm. just can't. So I still think, uh, I still think Chief will be here. We'll be talking about Chief again next week for sure. But um yeah, I think that Warney and Fev are kind of unstoppable at the moment. Ah, almost forgot. Another great chief moment this week was when he had a bit of trouble saying uh, our good friend Lorena's name. Three syllables is a lot for some people to get their head around. Maybe if you got Lorinda, just went over and get the Lorinda one. There you go. Lorinda <laughs> just kept coming out. Lorinda. You know, she done a great job. Oh, Lorinda? Lorena? No, it's, it's, it's Lorinda. You had it right, Chief. Never mind. <laughs> oh, Chieftain. Um, it's clear okay, that she's so, made a really big impact on him. Yeah. It, it says a lot, doesn't it, um, when the nicest guy in the world can't remember your name. Mm. <laughs> um, let's move on to uh, the Fevolution. Um, <laughs> look, again, this guy, I, I'm just I'm blown away at how impressive – Brennan Favola is these days. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I look at that. I look at Chief and I look at Fev and I think about the football players of today, right? And I'm not saying, you know, you should aspire to be Brendan Favola or perhaps you should be, you know. Um, you look at some of the, the rugby league players here in New South Wales, um, you know, Mitchell Pearce on Australia Day and stuff like that. And it's like, look at Chief, be like Chief. You know, um, everyone should be like chief. Everyone should be like chief. Yeah. But uh, back to back to the fevolution. Um, there, yeah, there was another nice moment again this week where uh, the guys had to give advice to their younger self, and Fev was like, "Don't gamble. Don't be a fuck up. You know, get your shit together." Mm. Um, although earlier on in the week he uh, he had a bit of a blue with Lorinda. Yes. Um, which was, I think, over her sneaking contraband into camp again. And he, he sort of, you know, he went in. He was, like, kind of frustrated with her and sort of went in. And she bit back. And it's like, I just, well, you know what, I'm not going to talk about to Lorinda until we get to her because it's just annoying me so much. All right. Well, um, do, you want, do you want me to play the couple of grabs I've got to hear from that then? Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a listen to Simple. it. Speak up. You're the captain. 
Behave yourself, you little tantrum thrower. I'm not in the wrong, mate. His behaviour this morning was pretty childish. You don't throw things when you're having a tantrum and you don't skits out and have a tantrum when you've done the exact same thing yourself. I'm going to slice up the rest of the biltong today real fine and make it, like, salt. Just save some. Yeah. Better give it back. You're not allowed to keep it. Mmm. Mmm. Like, he's in the right. Why is she going him? Yeah. No. Because that's, um, that's her defence mechanism. Now, I want to combine a bit of uh, Fevola with um, my favourite chat this week, which was, again, another Lorinda moment, but um, it was, okay, Lorinda made a comment about some statistics to do with boob jobs. Oh, yeah, these was, this was astonishing stuff. You go in any room full of ten women, 70% of them will have breast implants. Where do you get your statistics from? Yeah, I don't know. All the women I hang out with. Marina? Yes? That's a big stat because even out of... Out of 70% of girls do not... Out of what we got here right now, right, well, we've got, we've got, we've got Bonnie, in a, in we've got... Bonnie, we've got... Um, Bonnie had breast implants. I've Bonnie got had breast implants. Yeah. It's OK what they say. How do you know that? I, I could tell. To a certain degree. I got them myself. Well... You got, you got them? To a yeah. certain degree. Joe Beth's got them. played on radio without it being a problem. Excuse me, speak for yourself. I don't know which part of this to tear apart first. The fact that she thought she could just speak for everyone else. Yeah. Or her maths. Because if we just take, if we just sort of extrapolate it for just a moment, <laughs> just, okay, and this is rough approximates. There's yeah. 22 million people in Australia. Let's say half are women. Mm. So you've got 11 million odd, okay, women in Australia. If 70% of women in Australia had breast implants, that's like 7.7 million. Yeah. Okay. That's And that's a really good point. Um, so, yes, just the fact she's pulled that out of her ass, it's like, what? She's saying one third of Australians overall, men, women, mm. children, and the elderly have breast implants. One third of the population. Yeah, no, yes. She's an and idiot. Also, she shouldn't be speaking for Bonnie when she's not there. That's exactly. not okay. Mm. Like, and also, uh, okay, here's my issue with the Joe Beth Taylor one, which, you know, this might be a bit controversial, but I'm just going to say it. I mean, and I want to preface this by saying I really think Joe Beth Taylor is an absolute sweetheart. Um, but there is, and, and, and Lorinda, 100% should not have said Joe Beth Taylor's had a boob job. That's for Joe Beth Taylor to say. Yeah, exactly. Right? That, that's that business and that's for her to say. But also there is something nice or something positive about if women have had work, that's their prerogative. And if they own up to it, I think that's really cool. So I will commend Lorinda for saying I've had a boob job. Cool. Um, Joe Beth it's her, 100% her decision whether or not to own up to it, but there is clearly a boob job there, mm. you know. And for her to go, ah, oh, speak for yourself, ah, oh. it's like, dull, you've not been wearing a bra for five weeks in a singlet top and your boobs are perky and you're 44. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, own up to it. It's cool. You look great. You've got an amazing rig. Own up to it. But there was another chat after that, where JBT's taken Fev off and they were kind of having a bitch about Lorinda. And Fev was like, no, 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 that's fair enough. That's not her place to say it. You know, and Fev was being really lovely. And she's like, yeah, I know. And then Fev ended it with, great boobs, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they were clearly in a comfortable enough position where, you know, he would get away with saying that. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I went, there it is, a footy player. There it is. You know, yeah. it's not, he's not having a go. He's just, he's just being funny. That's a compliment uh, when it comes to Fev. I think so, you know, and that's the other thing. When you've had a boob job dull, you can't sort of get cranky at old mates for acknowledging it. You just can't. So JBT's charity also too we should highlight is World Vision. So, again, another – that's a good, that's another great charity. So, you know, if she were to take out the 100K, which unfortunately I don't think she will, that would make a massive difference. Mm. Um, Let's go to Havana. I don't have a lot for her this week because I kind of think that (laughs) – She's, whilst lovely, boring. Yeah, she's uh, she's quickly taking over the Dean role, isn't she? Yeah, she's becoming vanilla. Um, mm. she, I know, don't know how a... she's lasted as long as she has. Her fan base must be just super loyal and just want to see her win. I don't even – what's her charity? Um, Lighthouse Foundation. Oh, which, that's a good uh, one too. Works, yeah, that works with homeless kids. Is that right? I think so, um, yes. Yeah, so I think that's, that is that is a great charity. So it's wonderful that she's in there, you know, uh, raising a bit of coin. Well, for let's them. face it. When uh, if we ask what someone's charity is, we're hardly going to go. Mm, don't know about that one. Except when it comes yeah. to Warney and Fev, who are supporting a charity that no longer exists. Yeah, I know. That's again what. Um, so again, uh, yeah, Havana kind of had a nothing week. They did show a couple of cute packages about her grooming her hair and. Um, yeah, but I mean eating- that in itself is like shit. You're getting desperate. If you're showing that kind of stuff, wow. Yeah, there was that. And also um, another one about her eating lots of food. Um, I think she's matching Chief in the food stakes, which is, you know, I love chicks that eat. I'm like, you know. I do too. There's nothing worse than a girl going, oh, I can't eat that. I'm doing Michelle Bridges. Who, like Like, Lorinda? Can't have sugar, but I'll eat that donut. Whereas, you know, Havana is just like, man, I need all the food. Get it in me. Yeah. Um, and also, she did. Um, she did open up a bit this week, though, about um, her struggles with anxiety. Um, oh, that's right. Yes. And I thought that was really cool. Do you live under a flight path? Yes. Can you hear it? I can. Can I tell you? There it goes. Um, yeah. So I live in the inner west, right, of Sydney, right under a flight path, and the planes always go over when something really important is happening on TV. So. <laughs> It's every I time. thought you were going to say when something really important is going on, like recording a podcast. <laughs> that, uh, clearly, I was wrong. It's yeah. I'm kind of used to it now. I just sort of, I just let it go. Yeah. Um, and I thought, no, you won't pick up on it. Yeah, you have. Um, so yeah, she spoke about she spoke about her struggles with anxiety, and mm. uh, I think that's really cool because. There is still, unfortunately, a massive stigma in Australia about mental illness. And um, the more people that can speak about it openly, I think the better, especially for kids. Like if she's got young fans who um, are watching her in the jungle and, you know, might be feeling like that and not quite know what it is, I think it's really important to have someone put the hand up and say, I suffer from it and I'm okay, you know. Is your housemate now vacuuming? No, that's the washing machine. Okay. <laughs> I can hear everything in your house today. Uh, now, just on that, though, I, it, the statistics when it comes to mental illness is probably closer to 70%, Lorinda, if you're paying attention, um, yeah. which means that the people who are in the jungle now, they're, what, there's eight people? Is it, It's like six or five and a half out of the six, eight people there have got something going on. 
Yeah, so, yeah, 100%. And only one of them is speaking about it. So that just shows you that the stigma is, is certainly attached to it and, and people are still afraid to talk about it. Or, or they've just not shown it. They've only shown Havana talking about it. You know, the only way we're going to defeat the black dog is to, to tackle it head on. You That's know, it. so I, I applaud her. Yep. Um, now, uh, oh, who haven't we spoken? Little Anthony, we haven't spoken about him yet. Mm. Uh, his charity, again, Another fantastic charity, especially with what we've just been speaking about, Lifeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so hats off to him for for, for getting involved. Um, he didn't really have a massive week this week, um, no. but he's very popular in camp, and, and and the word seems to be from his campmates is that he you know he mucks in, he gets involved, he's always positive, um, and just a little you know just a bit of a little champion. He. Um, uh, has been on the shitter detail though. Um, yes. But you know what? <laughs> like he did kind of start to go, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. But to his credit, when Fev offered, do you want me to do it? No, no, I've got to do it. So you know, He's nice. a hardworking Italian bloke and I, I can't get enough of him either. He's just a little champion, isn't he? Yeah, he's doing well. He's doing well. Um, now, oh, look at this. We're finishing on Lorinda. Um she, her charity is Living, Living Positive, which uh, provides support for people with HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, we're not going to say, oh, to any charity. No. To any charity that can be, high, you know, I know, I know how difficult it is to, to raise awareness and funds um, for charities. Um, you know, a lot of them are doing tough, are doing it tough. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of focus is on the big charities like Cancer Council and, and, and Breast Cancer, and, and that's great also too, but there are a lot of little charities that don't get, you know, yeah, exactly. So, so, again, good on her. Um, do you want to bring up the text message I sent you on Thursday night? Oh, hang on a second. All right, look, I'll just grab my phone here and, <laughs> uh, and bring it up here. Uh, where there you are. It was something about I like Lorena now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I wrote, you do not like Lorena. She's superficial, selfish, self-righteous, contrary, and a fucking idiot. <laughs> and look, you can say all of those things about her, but you can also, I think she's better on her own. Like when she was, went away. Yeah, I think it was because she did well in that Tucker trial. She did well in the Tucker trial, um, although her swimsuit, well, there was a pretty pretty close wardrobe malfunction yeah, about to she, happen. She, she was starting to get a bit lippy. <laughs> um, and not from the mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> I Look, she's an awful, she has been an awful person in camp, but maybe she's just misunderstood. I don't know. Um, I did, I saw a side of her and I thought, you're definitely better on your own. Um, and also I kind of felt bad because I called her a scrag on Twitter and then some guy abused me and so then I wondered if I needed to rethink my thoughts on her character. I don't know. But, yeah, I get one, I get I mean, trolled once on Twitter and I feel bad and now. Uh, look, you don't to. worry about the haters. You just, just, I mean, everyone's got an opinion on Twitter so I don't even know why people take it so seriously in the first place. But yeah, uh, the thing is all we can go by because – I've never met her. You haven't either. But the picture she is painting, which is basically her business card to the world right now, is that she is not a very nice person at all. Mm. Um, and, you know, the, the stark contrast between how Chief is representing himself on air to how she does, I mean, that's mm. polar opposites. 
And everyone, everyone can say, okay, it's creative editing, blah, blah, blah. No. I mean, There's always a bit of truth, isn't there? If you, Jesus, if you, if you say stupid stuff, they're going to show it. What are they doing? Not showing Chief saying stupid shit? Of course they would if he said stupid shit. Mm. But he's not because he's a better person like that. Well, yeah. I, I think I wonder also too is it would be the case where, you know, my hairdresser's blow dry, my housemate's blow drying her hair. Can you hear that? <laughs> not yet. I'm sure I will. <laughs> I, I wonder if it's a case of in 10 years' time she'll think back on this time and go, oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. I shouldn't have done that. Probably. You know, but, yeah, she's still there. Um, I, I think Warning's going to be right. I think that it's going to be Val, Lorena, Havana to go next. Mm. Uh, I think JBT will be sort of there until the end uh, because... Well, you know how we've been doing process of elimination? We should yeah. probably continue to do that, but look at who the strongest characters are now, and they are really starting to come forward. Chieftain's fine. He just rolls with the punches. But mm. um, Fev really needs this. And I'm going to throw something out there. Mm. Might be controversial to say this also. Going back to that um, earlier question we got asked on email by our one fan um, asking what if anyone will get any work out of this. Yes. And you know better than I because you've worked in the media in Melbourne a lot longer than I have. But um, could we see a return to the footy show in Melbourne from one Brendan Favola out of this? I think, um, wow, see, that's the thing. You've got one, on one hand, Channel 10 might go, we're onto something here, and they might hold on to him. And mm. then, uh, yeah, no go zone for Channel 9 in the footy show. So uh, that's a really tough one. I don't know. I think that if I think regardless of the outcome, and I, and I dare say he'll be a top two or top three, uh, and he might even take it out, he will definitely do the rounds on a hell of a lot of TV shows on Channel 10. Like you mentioned way back uh, in the early days, the Studio 10, I wouldn't be surprised if he turns up on that because it's a predominantly uh, woman-focused show and yeah. he has shown a side of him that they no one has seen before, basically. He's turned his life around and that's perfect fodder. The project, yeah. he'll get a, he's a walk-up start for the project. You know, because yeah. uh, he's a larrikin, but he's also a softer larrikin now. Um, so I think we will see a lot more of him when the show is done. But yeah. as to an ongoing role, I don't know. It'll be a tough one. Yeah, I, think- I mean, I don't know. What, I don't know how he is as a football pundit. You know, I don't know how he goes. Uh, well, he's quite, goes on- you know, he's very good. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. But also the other thing you've got to remember about um, Brendan is that he was raised by women. Um, he lives in a house full of women, you know. He is really in touch with his feminine side in that regard. So maybe he's more of use on shows like that as opposed to the footy show. But um, mm. I don't know. If if they were to pick him up, they'd be on to a good thing there with with him because um, I certainly – getting back to the to the footy show incident, which um, I wouldn't mind touching on that just briefly because um, Warney made a couple of really good points that um, he kind of felt that Carlton – hung him out to dry. Um, mm, a little bit. In re- yeah. And I kind of, I kind of agreed with that. I was like, it might, not, it might, I don't know. I can't remember the history. It might not have been his first indiscretion, but also too, um, I, I believe that football clubs, you know, have a lot of care and responsibility when it comes to their players, no matter what their age are, because it's an unusual career. It's, it's, it's weird. 
you're taken, you know, pretty much from high school and thrust into the spotlight without any real world experience, right? And, you know, you're pumped up, you're paid lots of money, you have no life experience and you make mistakes like that. And when, you know, when you and I make mistakes in our life, you know, people don't know about it, people don't see it on that scale. Mm. And he might have been, you know, late 20s, maybe even 30 when the footy show incident happened. But the thing is, you know, support him. Yeah, I think it was seven years ago now. Uh, yeah, from, from memory. So he well, he's thirty five now, I guess. So, um, you know, for a bloke in his late twenties who had the world at his feet, there was two trains of thought. You know, one, as Warney said, look after your mate. He's important to us. Get him out of there for a start. Mm-hmm. But also, some of the onus has to go on Channel Nine. You know, they didn't have to run that, but they chose to. Yeah, that's if they true had too. never have shown that, if their duty of care would have been, you know, we think it's funny, but this could do, uh, you know, damage to his career. Maybe we shouldn't show it, but they decided to run with it anyway. So, I mean, you can't I... you can't excuse. And Brennan has, takes full responsibility. He shouldn't have been like that. But I know. don't know about you. I've been in situations in the media when I won't name names and I won't name places where that exact same thing has happened and. I've had to make a decision whether or not to put someone to air and I haven't, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, there's that. And then there was also another, another mention from Warney about, um, Fev, Fev had a desire to go to Collingwood and Carlton wouldn't let him or or, or something, you know, and I'm a Pies supporter. So straight away I was like, well, Collingwood wouldn't have done that. They would have looked after him. (laughs) Well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, oh gosh, he's just again. It's amazing to see the turnaround in Brendan Favola because all you think about is the footy show incident, the Lara Bingle nude photo scandal, and the many indiscretions and and the gambling addiction, and you know finishing his career at the Lions and then having to go to the VFL. You know, um, and these are all many years ago now, and that's the yeah. thing we hang on to those because they are in the public eye. So yeah. He, and the, the biggest thing, I think, every time you see Fev talking about something to do with his personal life, he never puts the blame on anyone else. No. He has owned everything now, and I reckon that's probably one of his biggest turning points. And yeah. Australians, by and large, love someone who puts their hand up and says, I fucked up. Yeah, fall on your sword. Yeah. 100% fall on your sword. So... He might be, yeah. He might, he might be up there. I definitely think he'll be top two. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, Chief Fev, who's going to take out that other top three spot? Oh, unfortunately, it's going to be Warney. I wouldn't mind seeing JBT there, but I think it'll be Warney um, because that would have been part of his contract. Ooh, controversial. Ooh, do you think you really think? And it's it's funny. I heard something uh, Dr. Chris Brown said during the week. Something like that. Well, I think it was after Warney was talking about his top threes, you know, and uh, and it was something along those lines that, you know, we're going to see him for a while yet, I think, and blah, blah, blah. So- I have no affiliation with any TV network, so I can say this, but I heard from someone inside at Channel 9 that uh, with Celebrity Apprentice, there, you know, strings were pulled so Sophie Monk could win because she was going to be on Australia's Got Talent. Right. You know, unfortunately that's what happens. Um, but the positives that come out of this is that we've seen a whole different side to, to Brendan Favola. Yeah. You know, the, the chief is back on our radar. Um, 
and also these wonderful charities are going to get much-needed coin and are going to be highlighted. So there's positives out of all of this. I think the positives also, you know, Anthony Clare, he'll probably get a surge uh, in album sales or, you know, he'll be able to bump up his feet to do gigs and corporate stuff. Uh, yeah, Havana Brown will disappear back to the states. We'll we'll barely see her again. She might yeah. pop up for a guest spot at Club Twenty Three at Warney's thing. Um, <laughs> hopefully, Fev will get some kind of excellent endorsement or uh, you know feature thing on telly or something because he's worth it. Um, yeah. you know, Warney, as we know, as, as we've stated, is probably signed to Channel Ten already. Um, yeah. you know, and then people like Val will disappear into the ether. She might get some extra stage work out of it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Lorinda will hopefully disappear uh, to Mars or something, uh, so <laughs> none of us will have to put up with her rubbish anymore. She'll be uh, at Club 23. Yeah, that's it. She'll just be mooching off everyone. And um, Joe Beth? Joe Beth, I don't know if she wants back in the limelight, you know. I feel like she's pretty happy with her life up in Noosa. And, Seems um, to be. Um. I don't know if she's if she would be that keen to come back, but um, definitely there's a spot for her on Studio Ten. I think that would be a, a, a great fit. Mm. You know, yeah. um, a little bit older, a com- little bit wiser. Yeah. Here comes the eleven thirteen. Oh uh, yes, yes. <laughs> eleven thirteen to Melbourne coming in now. Uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, but definitely think uh, this week Val will be gone. Yeah, I think Val's gone. Yeah, so, you know, bless her. And and as you said this week, Channel 10 were like, no one over 70 next year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've gone on for way too long this time around. But how boring. If you're still listening to this, oh, my God, you need a medal. That's all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll edit it down. Um, we're yeah, now at 47 minutes, so... Um, I will. Uh, I will wrap. We'll wrap this up then. And 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 this is the first time that this is going out on the Sunday, um, mm. instead of going out on the Saturday or the Friday. So hopefully, um, people won't have to wait too long. They'll listen to this, and then they'll be able to see if we're right about our prediction of Val going home. Yeah, and then we'll um, have big show next week for the for the finale. Should we just try and pick like from now, just really quickly? Now to right. next week, the winners. So Val gone tonight. Val tonight. Um, I think HB tomorrow. Yes. Um, Lorinda Tuesday. Ooh, what, you reckon she's going to go before Anthony? Yes. Okay. Um, Kalia Wednesday, JBT Thursday, top three, Warney Chief Favola. It's not a bad list. Yeah. All there right. you go. All right. She's it's done. All right, I'm going to go get some um, McDonald's drive through <laughs> Bye. Get in, I don't have the right to win. Oh, mate, that's disgusting. <laughs> I would really like to be glass. <laughs>